Welcome Square Circle Podcast friends and MLW fans. I am your host, Marie Shadows, and on this episode, I will be going over MLW Fusion Alpha, episode 11, that aired on December 1st, 2021. Again, I'm getting caught up with everything. It's the end of the year. I want to finish it out with a huge bang of reviews and to also let you know that you guys are amazing throughout the whole entire year for listening to these episodes. And wherever you're listening to around the world, thank you and I appreciate you wholeheartedly. This MOW episode saw the finals of the Opera Cup, and we'll get to that in a second. Some really cool matchups and some really cool promos. So without any further ado, let's jump right into MOW Fusion Alpha episode 11. MOW starts off. MOW starts off with Casey Navarro versus Warhorse. If you guys listened to the previous review, I did say that after their confrontation in the back in that promo, we will get them wrestling on a future MOW episode. And this happens to be that episode. I am so impressed with Casey Navarro. Casey has a lot of speed, agility, and some power going for him. And definitely the sky's the limit with him. He is facing Warhorse. Warhorse is our metal head of professional wrestling. And both of these guys do have a really nice chemistry inside the ring. And this is what happens. There was a lot of quick offense in this match that starts it all off. We get a top rope missile drop kick from Casey Navarro to Warhorse. And that sends Warhorse to the outside. Casey Navarro is super quick and he does a dive to Warhorse that's on the outside. When they get back into the ring, Warhorse is now taking advantage as he does a headbutt to Casey Navarro and then a power slam to Navarro. Warhorse is showboating a little bit and that allows Casey to crawl over to the turnbuckles. And here comes Warhorse giving some stomps to Casey. Warhorse then decides to pull Casey into the middle of the ring and then does the Blackfoot Death lock submission to Casey. Casey manages to get to the ropes and cause a rope break. There is a flying elbow and then a drop kick, a splash, followed by a tornado DDT all to Warhorse. This is the speed that I was talking about with Casey. On momentum alone, Warhorse gets back up and Casey comes in with a super kick to Warhorse. Warhorse rebounds off of the ropes and does a clothesline to Casey. Warhorse manages to cover Casey, but Casey kicks out at two. Then there is a knee to Casey, which stuns Casey, and Warhorse goes for another attack. Casey ducks that attack, so it is missed. And then Casey does a sunset bomb to Warhorse, followed by a running slice spread that Casey calls Jesus Peaks. To Warhorse. Casey goes for the cover over Warhorse and gets the one, two, three, and picks up the victory in this opening match. After the opening of the match, we get a featherweight women's match. It is a tag team match. We have the team of top dogs, Devani and Skylar, taking on the C Stars, Ashley Vox and Dummy XO. 
Ashley Vox and Dummy Exo have made a impression, a footprint within the MOW featherweight division, along with Holly Dead, Willow Nightingale and other women that are coming through the opening door, or I should say the forbidden door of MOW. They definitely put on one hell of a match. And this tag match, I really did enjoy it. The only downside was that the commentators were focusing too much on story because Willow Nightingale was on commentary and this has nothing to do with her being there on commentary. But I know that they wanted to have Willow out there to continue the story between her and Holly dead and to also scout the women who are going to be in MOW. However, I did not know anything about the top dogs and it was distracting when the commentators weren't calling the action in the ring. I don't want MOW to end up like WWE back in the day where they weren't really focusing on what was happening in the match. They just have to find a balance between doing story because Willow is there looking for her next opponent probably or just looking how the division is forming plus calling the action in the ring. C-Stars take control of this match for a little bit until Top Dogs are in control. The tag team of Top Dogs, they are on the more power side of being a female professional wrestler. The C-Stars, you have WXO who can be considered power. And then you have actually, and then you have Ashley Vox, who is the speed of C-Stars. Skylar does a Pele kick to Delmi, followed by a German suplex from Diavani to Delmi. There is a pin attempt on Dummy XO, but she kicks out. Another drop kick to Dummy XO, and then Dummy XO slides into the ring post because of a unique offense that both top dogs are using. So Skylar's on the outside holding Dummy XO very closely to the ring post, and in comes Devani to do a baseball slide drop kick to Dummy XO to push her into the ring post. They now pull Dummy XO into the middle of the ring. Go for another cut. They now pull Dummy XO to the middle of the ring and Vox comes in to break up that pin attempt. Ain't no way they are losing on her watch at all. And so there is a drop kick by Vox to the top dogs, taking them out. And then we have the assisted powerbomb to Vox by the top dogs. It looked pretty cool. Devani started with a fireman's carry that she had Vox and sort of threw her into the arms of Skylar and Skylar brought her down into a powerbomb position. However, Skylar goes for the cover over Vox. There is no win there. Ashley Vox kicks out. Then we get an offense from the C-Stars. Dummy Exo comes in and does an exploder suplex. And then we have the title wave from Ashley Vox with help from Dummy XO onto Skylar. And Ashley goes for the cover. One, two, three. The Sea Stars pick up their victory over the top dogs. As Willow Nightingale exits the commentary booth, out comes Holly Dead and they start fighting all the way to the back. We then get a promo by Alex Kane and his associate 
basically they say that they are now the Bamaye Fight Club and they're definitely going around and kicking a lot of people's asses. I don't know if Keen Mo is still going to be with Alex Kane. He was the manager to Alex Kane when Alex Kane was doing the suplex counting gimmick, even though it's probably not a gimmick because he likes doing suplexes. But we'll see what unfolds with the Bamaye Fight Club. The next promo that MOW presents to us is 5150. 5150 are ecstatic that they get a title shot in MOW. 5150 skipped all of the backstage politics that wrestlers go through in order for them to get title shots, maybe some TV time. But 5150 has been explosive since day one when debuting at MOW. So it's only right for them to get a title shot because they have been feuding with Los Parks for a while. And this probably goes back like generations, years. I don't know. I might be making it up. But for the sake of story, they fought them a lot. And they definitely have something to prove against those parks. And so they are ecstatic that they're getting a title shot while not really beating all the tag teams in MOW. But I guess those parks was like, we'll put the belts on the line because they want to show that they can keep the belts while still beating the shit out of 5150. But let me tell you this 5150 is dangerous when they are together. They are like a pack of wolves that hunt and they're not going to let their prey go. Their prey being Los Parks. They definitely have done a number on Los Parks and it definitely feels real. You definitely want to hate them. You definitely want to boo them while cheering Los Parks because they make everything feel real. And because these guys are from out here in New York City, I could definitely relate to this. I definitely know their tactics. I know what they're all about. 5150 is definitely a dominant stable in MOW and it's definitely going to be worth it to watch them maybe, wink, wink, come out as champions on the other side. You guys will have to tune in for the next episode of the Square Circle Podcast to find out what happens when 5150 takes on those parts for those MOW Tag Team Championships. And now... It's time to talk about the main event of MLW Fusion Alpha, which was the finals for the Opera Cup 2021. We had TJP versus Davey Richards. This was a technical masterpiece. And again, if you've been following me for a very long time, you know that I value technical wrestling over the flips. I've explained it so much and I'm still going to do it anyway. If you cannot tell me a story with your flips, then you're doing it wrong. You're just doing the flips for shock value. And who is going to remember your match? I understand that with matches, you're supposed to invoke a emotion from the fans. And I've witnessed matches where it does invoke emotion from me. The Young Bucks and Kenny and Kota Ibushi, that whole storyline, that whole thing evoked emotion from me. And that's why I would say those are my favorite matches to watch because of the emotion, because I can remember the things that they did. They kept me on the edge of my seat. They pulled my heartstrings when they know when they needed it to pull it. And so it was a very great aesthetic of everything that you want in a pro wrestling match. However, if you're just doing flips for the sake of doing flips, 
you're not going to invoke anything. No one is going to remember your match come a week and then something else is going to top it. And then what are you going to do? You can't keep doing flips thinking you're going to have longevity in this business. If you do a combination of flipping plus technical skills, because when you go to these wrestling schools, they do teach you the foundation of professional wrestling. And then you're free to experiment with however style you want. But if you're able to find a balance between gymnastics and technical wrestling, along with selling, along with making it emotional, making it memorable and making sure that there's a in-ring story along with the outside story, meaning your promos and everything, then you have your audience hooked. If you don't have your audience hooked, they're just going to give you a pat on the back that one day they get to meet you at the merch table, but they're not going to remember anything else. They might remember the flips like six months from now because they're always seeing you on the indies or they're always seeing you on TV and you interact with them via social media. But in reality, no one's going to remember if you just do flips. So again, I am more technical than I am for the flipping Part of professional wrestling and watching TJP versus Davy Richards was such a delight and so fitting for the finals of the Opera Cup tournament. So in the opening moments of this match, both TJP and Davy Richards are trying to feel the match out, trying to see who can get the upper hand because these two are technically skilled. They basically know what each other are going to do and how to counter the moves that they're willing to put themselves through in order to get the one, two, three victory and go home with the cup. Davy Richards might have started out strong against CJP, but TJP turned it around and controlled Davy Richards with a simple leg lock and Davy Richards was trying every which way to get out of it, but TJP being smart can counter and then counter counter that. But ultimately, Davy Richards does get out of TJP's hold. And again, they're right back to their technical side. There's not much room for kicking. There's some slight kicks. However, TJP takes advantage of Davy Richards legs and Davy Richard has like some powerful legs. So if you're able to take out the base of Davy Richards, then you have a chance of getting the one, two, three. There is some fighting on the outside. And then there is the brain buster onto the hardest part of the ring that TJP does to Davy Richards. This sort of changes the momentum a little bit, but Davy Richards powers through and continues to fight with TJP. At one point in this match, TJP is laying on the apron and that allows Davy Richards to do a double stomp to TJP from the top rope onto him while he's on the hardest part of the ring. He does it. He lands it. TJP rolls in and Davy Richards comes in again with a double stomp to TJP's chest. Davy Richards goes for the cover. One, two, TJP kicks out. At this point, both TJP and Davy Richards battle like they are superhumans. They take all the punishments and they still give and they still take. 
It's not until Davy Richards decides to do another ankle lock, but this time he drops down onto the mat holding TJP's ankle and then hitting TJP in the back with the heel of his other foot in order for TJP to tap out. That's right. TJP tapped out to Davy Richards and Davy Richards became the 2021 Opera Cup winner. And a long line and a long history of previous Opera Cup winner combatants. And that is such an amazing honor for Davy Richards to win it. Davy Richards has done it all in this business. And I am really proud to say that I've watched Davy Richards grow up in this business, even though he's a man now. He was young then, but you get it. I watched his career. I watched it. I watched it since Ring of Honor when he was a young pup of the American Wolves. And now he is definitely the alpha male of the American Wolves. And the hunt never stops. The hunt will keep going. And I am so glad that Davey Richards is back in professional wrestling. I am so happy that Davey Richards is wrestling and MOW is giving him the platform to perform and make incredible matches. It's so amazing that life and wrestling sometimes come full circle. And I remember when I was at MOW Fightland, thanks to MOW and allowing me to be there, I was able to see Davey Richards walk around like it's nothing and I didn't really go up to him because I think that it would have been kind of awkward that after he used the bathroom that you know I go up to him and be like hey I'm a big fan but if you ever listen to this podcast I am a big fan and I really do enjoy Davy's work no matter what but it would have been pretty awkward for me to go up after he used the bathroom to be like hey I'm a big fan like I'm not going to be doing that I could just appreciate you from afar and then eventually at a meet and greet I would definitely be like, hey, what's up? You know, maybe you want to come on the podcast. Just know that I'm your biggest fan. But yeah, it was really amazing knowing that Davey Richards got the Opera Cup in 2021. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that has been my review of MOW Fusion Alpha episode 11, where we talked about the opening match the women's match, and then the winner of the 2021 Opera Cup. Congratulations again is in order to Davey Richards of winning the Opera Cup 2021. If you guys enjoyed this episode, there are many ways for you to support the Square Circle Podcast. If you love your audio podcast and you listen to this podcast on Apple, Google and Spotify continue to do so. Spotify has now a star rating. If you enjoy this, please leave a star rating. It will highly be appreciative and I would definitely love it. And it helps out the channel. For more audio exclusives, head over to anchor.fm forward slash square circle podcast. If you want the video side of this podcast, head over to youtube.com forward slash square circle podcast. There you can hit that subscribe button, click that bell for all notifications, give me a thumbs up, leave a comment down on the video. So that way I know you're there and I could gladly thank you and say welcome aboard. If you want to continue the wrestling conversation with me over on Twitter, make sure to at me at Marie underscore shadows. And if you want to go to my profile, make sure to hit that subscribe button for the newsletter. 
And of course, I have one new venture. I made a Kofi page, KO-FI. This is like Patreon, but a little bit better. It helps me with all of my creative talents and all of my creative skills. So I want to give back to you guys that have been so supportive to me by allowing you to support me there. Please head over to www.ko-fi.com forward slash Marie underscore shadows to see what membership tier or one-time payment is good for you to continue to help support the Square Circle podcast. From wherever you listen to around the world, thank you so much for your listens, for your views, for your shares, comments, and everything else. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to an episode of the Square Circle Podcast. I am your host, Marie Shadows, and I'll see you guys on the next one.